Hello, welcome back to the House of House podcast. I'm Andrew Taven. And I'm Lenny Burnham. And uh, Lenny, you want to you give a quick uh, run through about this episode and uh, what happens in it? Of course, we are on season two, episode two, Autopsy, which is the one where Sasha Peters from Pretty Little Liars plays a little girl with terminal cancer, and they have to do uh, what they call an autopsy uh, in order to uh, diagnose her, and she is so brave and positive about everything that it just makes House absolutely hate this little girl. And uh, our guest, who, uh, based off his facial expression on the recording screen, I think did not make the connection until now that it's the girl from Pretty Little Liars, um, is AJ Diddy, actor, writer, co-host of the Worst of All Possible Worlds podcast. Yes. Uh, Uh, Holy shit. That's who that was. The whole time I was like, I know her from something. And I just, I didn't look it up on IMDb because I was like, oh, you know, all child actors in the early 2000s kind of blend together. But like, no, that's, that's a hundred percent. That's amazing. Yeah. Liz Liz called it like 75% of the way through. And I was like, oh, that's right. It's, she does have a bit of an odd quality. It sort of falls through when they have her like shaved her head for the chemo or whatever anyway. But, like, yeah. she's one of those people who has, like, a bit of an alien quality. Not even necessarily in, like, a really bad way. They're just certain sure. actors and actresses. Like, the one I always think of is, like, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch looks... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he looks like a dragon. He looks like yeah. a dragon ate the innards of a person and crawled into their skin like a mech suit. Yeah, Matt Smith, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he looks like he looks like he was born 90 years old. Like, he's actively yeah. Benjamin buttoning in front of he's our eyes before he's uh we should be, go through these one by one and here the uh <laughs> yeah the um that would be great if someone with benjamin button disease came to house well, i think we talked about this last week that's odd that did, amazing we, it never happened honestly i'm really i'm that really strikes me that that never happened they, they probably have one where they're like this kid has the bones of a 79 year old like i feel like that might happen <laughs> That sounds well. I'm uh, cards fully on the table. I have not seen the last two seasons of House oh. in full. Uh, I I know what happens because I think the AV Club wrote a review of the finale and gave it a full F, which <laughs> is very rare for them. Yeah. Uh, I've never read a more angry review than that particular one for it's, the ending of House. I feel like the the trap of long running weekly procedurals is they end up getting too wrapped up in their characters by the last couple seasons or in the case of like svu by you know where it gets to the point where it's like oh this isn't like svu gets to a point right i haven't watched it recently Mm -hmm. but you know in the last few years where it stops being like wait a minute stabler you're getting a divorce or like stabler your kid is drunk driving and it's making you think about this irresponsible kid and it gets to the yeah, point yeah, yeah. where it's like, we're tracking the super rapist. He's isolated Olivia in like a, uh, you know, uh, a Saw-esque torture room where she has to like solve puzzles to figure it out. And it has her baby hanging over, like, you know, the kind of thing right. where you're just like, now they're like in it. They're being targeted. Like, mm-hmm. what's his face? Pablo Schreiber is like the yeah. Joker to Olivia who's like showing up in multiple episodes. Who I it think... just becomes criminal minds. Yeah. That's really what happens. It just slowly becomes criminal Which minds i am time. going to we're saving this for the billions report thank you for mentioning criminal minds because i saw criminal minds for the first time and i was amazed 
uh, that this show, uh, to me, if you have never seen Criminal Minds and then you see one episode of Criminal Minds, it feels like you're peeking into some alternate universe where you're like, wait, all these people are main cast. There's a whole episode. Mm -hmm. Okay, we'll get into that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my, my fiance has watched Criminal Minds in its entirety, I think, eight or nine times now, uh, which I tracked out, I think, in real world time is about 10 days. Wow. Uh, like back to back. So I think they, they've done about 70 days of Criminal Minds uh, because it's it's very soothing to them. You know, it's, it's sort of a nice show to have on in the background. And so I've picked up a lot of Criminal Minds stuff through osmosis. Mm -hmm. uh, so mm -hmm. I know a lot about, uh, uh, you know, Spencer and his whole like rivalry with Aubrey Plaza, which takes like several oh, I, seasons. Whoa, I did not even know. Okay, I saw one episode yeah. and was already shocked by like the whole cast and everyone there. I did not even know Aubrey Plaza shows up. Like, I literally feel like this. She's is, the like... Joker. She's the Joker of the Criminal Minds oh, universe. My God. That is, I almost want. All right, Lenny yeah. and I are always talking about whenever we eventually get around one day. I'm sure to starting a, a House of House Patreon. What? We'll cover it. Some of the ideas that I've tossed out uh, were episodes of like one season medical dramas like that oh, didn't yeah, last, yeah, yeah. which I think could be fun. But I think the other ones we were talking to Katie, uh, Lenny's roommate, when Katie was on the podcast about um, House of House of Cards, because uh, that's also <laughs> that fits with the name format. And it's also a, oh. a, a bonkers like even aside from you know uh the real life joker kevin spacey the joker yeah, of yeah. the real world um, are, are you only covering shows that prominently feature pedophiles in their creative process is that... <laughs> not on purpose but it is tough yeah. to dodge that entirely yeah that's it? just oh, development man. strategy that's yeah. not us um <laughs> yeah i mean it's uh it's the the thing because i mean that's a show where like any stuff happens every week that would define a president's entire term and it's oh, just yeah. happening week to week the um it's also one that i think would be very interesting to watch in like i i'm gonna mention this also later when we talk about other tv shows but hmm. it's actually kind of amazing how well veep holds up because we're re-watching veep now and oh veep yeah is i'm actually amazed that it holds up fantastically well after the Trump years. Um, oh, yeah. Because you feel like so much political satire is going to be. I'm very curious to see what House of Cards would look like rewatching it, just because um, it is also funny to imagine, like, because real-life Trump was trying to do lots of House of Cards stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is funny to yeah. imagine, like, House of Cards, but uh, Frank is stupid, and he just like turn the camera, being like, "So you know, I think if I compliment his handsome nose, perhaps he will deliver an alternate slate of electors to me, and if not, I will yell at him on the phone for thirty minutes." Ugh, I couldn't, I couldn't take Trump looking down the barrel of the camera and into my soul the way that <laughs> Spacey does. Like, I do need him, like at. At at least a forty-five degree angle facing away from me, so that his uh, his his voice isn't coming like right at me, uh, which he's pretty good at in in most of his interviews. But it is, I mean that that show is so weird because season two of House of Cards, nothing happens, like pretty much for for ten episodes, absolutely nothing happens, and then season three, everything happens every episode. It's like yeah. they were they were saving everything, 
uh, for season three. And that's that's basically when I stopped. Um, you know, it's like like House. I, there's just a point of falling off, I think, where you realize, oh, I think, and for House, it was, you know, Lin-Manuel Miranda yeah. uh, rapping yeah. with House where I went, I, I, think, I'm, I think I'm done. I think, yeah. I think this is where I get off the train. Yo, Dr. Gregory, do you have a diagnosis? I need to figure out my prognosis. We're in jail together, but we can still be free in our minds. And House is just like, S- See, word. if you told me that was the actu- those were the actual lyrics, I would believe you. It's because not that-, that far off. Yeah, it's it was pretty. It was very clear they told him to sort of freestyle on the spot, and then they did like the first take because they just it was amazing that he made the words rhyme. But it's I'm not it's grim. Like, Those last few seasons are grim. I, I my whole thing about I'm not even like that. I'm not as like anti LMM as a lot of people. I think um, you know obviously it sort of fits in the greater category of uh, quote unquote cringe in some ways, but I do think sure he is. It, it is interesting because I actually ha- got to see um, Hamilton when the original cast yeah. and it is, it is tough to be like, it's, it's very, he's so talented. They was able to make that. And I yes. think he's the soundtracks of like Moana and Encanto, I think are fantastic. And mm-hmm. it is funny, but you're just like, you should get to be the star of this because you like wrote the whole thing and you are able to do this. Yes. But you do feel like if he was like, you know, all right, totally blind casting process. I'm tossing my hat in the ring with anyone else. Yeah. Who knows what would happen? But that being said, I'm a stand-up comedian. I really have no right to be like, let me find the person who could best deliver this material I wrote (laughs) instead of being, being the one who wants to get up there. So you know what? I kind of feel a kindred spirit. Um, oh sure sure but i mean he the biggest problem with his acting in hamilton is that he thinks that hamilton is the protagonist and hamilton is the villain of that play yeah Uh, and subsequent performers who took over that role really recognized that fact and really sort of played into it more and the show i think got better the problem is that the ensemble around him Mm -hmm. most of the replacement cast for it were because the roles were written for specific people finding people with those particular talents got to be a lot more challenging um, because a lot of musical theater singers can sing really well, but their rapping skills may not be on the level. And a lot of good rappers can't sing the musical theaters yeah. pieces of it. Um, so it's been actually since Hamilton, uh, there's been more of a focus in acting schools. I know on like sort of training both things because rap is become becoming sure. more common in theater. Um, That's... But yeah, no, I'm not against fully against LMM. I just, I think that he was very, he was not, the deck was stacked against him on house specifically. LMM, LLM, some people might say LLM is an MML perpetrated on the, (laughs) he said, if you signed up other people for stage rap, then you can, if they sign three other people up for stage rap, and then we end Mm -hmm. up with like 75% of Broadway is just like, what if the Magna Carta was a rap battle? And you're like, oh no, how many of these are we getting? Because now I have so training. many cast recordings in boxes in my apartment. Somebody has to buy these. <laughs> Come on, please. Somebody. Um, yeah, the uh, uh, so let's 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 uh, start jumping into this episode specifically. So you mentioned you you'd watch most of House other in the last two seasons. The last two seasons definitely it becomes very much like. It's a. It's all about the characters now. It's like, oh, one of the yeah. main character. Every other episode, it's like, uh oh, you know, one of the main characters uh, fell off a boat, and they're going to be the patient. Like, not yeah, every other, yeah, yeah, but... yeah. 
but no, it, it became more common. And I actually think the greatest loss to the show was uh, Cuddy being gone. Because uh, I thought that she really balanced House well, mm-hmm. and none of the other foils they put into the Dean of Medicine slot really I'm trying to even remember i like remember they put st- foreman and i think foreman ended up being uh the that final makes sense one yeah that's like how uh, uh on on the office when they eventually just slotted uh ed helms in as the boss and you're like yeah i mean sure i guess it's got to yeah. be someone if you're still doing this so why not sure that that yeah. more or less works but it became sort of a, a zombie thing i think actually the biggest the biggest jumping the shark moment in the whole show is when uh, House and Cuddy got together because mm-hmm. the like the writing really cratered in a way because I think actually that House is asexual. That, I think this that is that... a common uh, theme on this podcast. Yeah, I, I just I can't. He doesn't work in romantic situations, and I think this I don't know. There, there are sort of hints at like he had an ex, you know, he has his ex-wife, he has Stacy, who is now back, right? She's, she's back. Yeah. Uh, not in this episode. In the scene, but not, not in this episode. One. Oh, there was. But... Don't worry, there was nothing legally questionable in this episode for the chief counsel to have to weigh <laughs> in on. It was fine. Nary a thing. Can I say? I think this is the most um, repugnant episode of television I've ever seen, uh, and probably like the most indefensible because the things that I don't want to spoil. No, but, we'll but, get but, it. We'll get into. We're gonna get into it, but this is. This is beyond the pale, and I really wanted to talk about it because it's actually the things that happened in this episode happened in a lot of other 2000s like TV media, and I don't know what the trend was, but it, I'm so glad it stopped now. I haven't really watched a lot of you know procedurals these days. But... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, let's let's start jumping in because it starts off. So you got uh, Pretty Little Liars. She's in her room. She's like injecting herself with something, which uh, we'll get to the the wiki goofs. But they point out it's an empty syringe, Ooh. so uh, she's it trying to, which was maybe she was just trying to to, to end it. It looks like <laughs> Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie. Actually, it looks like yeah. we open in, in Greta Gerwig's Barbie, Greta Gerwig's Barbie movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, there she's having like a hallucination. Or it would be great if the solution was that it turns out that there was an earthquake localized entirely within her bathroom because <laughs> it seems like everything's shaking. Um, just even a cool hallucination, like the kid who thinks he's being abducted by aliens. Oh yeah, that one is. Which I genuinely can't remember if we've seen yet, or if that's just one that sticks. No, in my head. I don't remember what season that's from. I my, all my house memories are like my my house neurons are all like in a little ball that just is unable to differentiate. You zoom into yeah. like the same like you zoom like I try and think of that. It does like a house style zoom in of like a and it's just like. Just short circuits, just a yeah. Just guy going, uh, and then it zooms out, and they're like, "Ah, oh, he forgot which house order this is." That's a symptom. Uh, uh, well, I mean, what what are like when you when you both think about house? What are like the big pivotal moments for you? Because for me, it's the it's the gun when he gets shot. Yeah, that's big episode. That like that that's like the one that like really stuck with me. So, but like, what are the ones? Yeah, where they do a Soprano both? style. Uh, well, it's not really Sopranos because it's it's more of a um. It's kind of more of like a machinist or, oh, it's, of course, it's uh, spoilers for an old movie that people mm-hmm. have probably seen, but it's it's a Vanilla Sky. That's the yeah prop. That's yeah. probably the closest analog, which came out like three or four. No, well, I guess it's, it came out it's like, like five years beforehand, I think. Yeah. Three or four to five, probably the same way that there was an episode um, that randomly has comic book stuff like a year after Unbreakable came out, hmm. I feel like there was Funny probably, uh, someone just saw Vanilla Sky and was like, let's do that. 
but yeah. for House. Um, but for House, how did they get to the stairs? We don't know. They jump cut. You know, that, yeah. that's... It was... Yeah, and, and this episode stuck with me for obviously very different reasons of uh even back even back when i loved house i unapologetically loved this show i went as house for halloween most halloweens at, while i was watching you're house. the second guest we've had who's dressed up as house for a, par- a costume party at least. easiest costume in the world right <laughs> you throw on a tweed uh sports coat and a, a band from the 70s shirt you get a cane <laughs> you get a little bottle some jeans some i once sneakers, when i dressed as house i feel like i'm surprised i haven't mentioned this our school i went to yeshiva high school and we do like a perm video every year the oh. senior class would make like a uh a video that was like uh kind of kind of like sketches sort of based around like you know inside jokes or teachers or whatever for, oh, to wow. be shown on Purim, and we were like the class that uh, had so much ambition. Six people in our class, by the way. These were like the size of the class we're talking about. Six people in sure, the class. Sure, sure. We had the ambition to make ours a full feature film that was <laughs> like with a plot and everything, but like along the way, seeing different teachers played by us and doing stuff like that. Uh, and so there was a segment where they go to our principal was uh played by me as dr house being him because he kind of has uh but i'm trying to like make the exact connection for why that makes sense he did not have a cane okay um but i guess just the sort of way he would teach when he teach like did he have piercing blue eyes did he have uh little gray around the temples no he had like like, constantly making jew jokes well yeah but that's okay in this case yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah. love the idea Ooh. of a house, but just like everyone is Jewish, so it's just always yeah, so it's the just same fine. joke. <laughs> he, would talk, he had a distinctive voice. He had a very distinctive kind of New York accent. He would talk like this. So why is it that in oh. the Chumash you find, and he always would eat, be eating popsicles. So that was like instead of Vicodin, it was like chomping out popsicle. And he would, I remember one of the things he would say, sometimes someone has to go to the bathroom, and he would be mm-hmm. like during class, like, if it was the difference between whether your soul would go to heaven if you died or hell, would you do, would you be able to hold it? And if someone was like, no, and he's like, all right, well then go. And I just imagine like a bunch of people in heaven with pee pants. Just, <laughs> uh, everyone who committed. Um, what a cruel question to ask a child. Yeah, I mean, it is. Well, we were in Just let him go to the bathroom. I know, right? Um, so uh, I actually, during classes there a bunch of people i developed the skill that is absolutely this is like people who could do uh stenography or whatever uh mm-hmm. i developed a skill which is absolutely useless now which is i had a flip phone and i could uh-huh. text completely without looking with my hand in my backpack unzipped with my phone there and i could absolutely wow. t- perfect quick text without looking at all T nine, right? You're you're doing yeah yeah yeah. T nine, like yeah. you like da, 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 like one one one, you know two two three three four two one, like wow. Yeah, perfect. that is a skill. Yeah, that is not useful anymore. Um, so anyway, it could if you have to defuse a bomb without your captor knowing. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, um, we hooked it up to a flip phone. Surely you can't do that. It's not one of those bombs you can defuse text, with face ID. Text don't blow up to the bomb. <laughs> If you want the bomb not to blow up, text "Don't blow up" to one one one. I actually I got that email from Nancy Pelosi yesterday. 
that'd be great if that's the Supreme Court worked, right? Just like if yeah. they just came on, they were like, all right, well, that's been the closing arguments. Now, if you want to retain bodily autonomy, text uh, choice to 1111. Yeah, we're running this by American Idol early 2000s rules. We're yeah. just, we're texting in, uh, and um, unfortunately, uh, Ruben Studdard has lost again. Yeah, uh, Oh, wait, did he lose? Cut. No, who? Yeah, he was second, right? Yeah, he, he was runner right? up to uh, the Play, lounge right? lizard guy. Uh, Sorry, I'm hearing that Clay Aiken has, uh, you know, a five-four decision with uh, John Roberts <laughs> concurring. Uh, Clay Aiken. Well, Clay Aiken is in politics, so you that's know true. That's, that's not, not that too off. too terribly far off. And also, anymore. like, I don't know what district he's running. It seems wild that a quasi-celebrity with who seems like I don't know relatively normal. Came, yeah. like in the scheme of things, has <laughs> sure, managed. Sure. I mean, we're. we're Listen back to this episode uh, to find out if Dr. Oz is a will listen oh, to tell us God. Uh, if you're listening back to this and Dr. Oz is a senator, then uh, ugh, I, 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 be, I I think you might be beyond hope at that point. That yeah, feels like uh, come back to our time when moment. he's not senator, but yeah. still terrible things are happening. You can remember the good times. Um, it'll be kind of inter- I don't know what he's. Uh, that's what we don't need to. Um, focusing on this too much uh we gotta because we gotta put our focus back where it belongs back, and that is uh, back in the deep icy pools of gregory house's yeah, eyes it's it's everything now is like the most i mean not that anything productive happens on twitter everyone just go volunteer give your money to something you can be on twitter if you want but don't pretend you're doing anything that's the trick also to be very careful of what you put on twitter is yeah. what i will say yeah, going sure. forward all our privacy is being stripped away and yeah do oh that boy. too i generally i mean there was like this whole it seems like the number one thing on my feed is people yelling at each other about whether they should vote or not and it's like how about first off if you have a plan that involves not voting you should publicly just keep saying you're only going to vote because those kind of plans you shouldn't share on twitter and also mm-hmm. uh Give it, give it a few months. There's going to be a bunch of elections that will be between a boring Democrat who's like, we need to protect Roe, and a, a foaming at the mouth demon who is like, we need to do a federal ban now. And then a bunch of people will see that and they'll just go vote. And if they don't, then then you're not going to convince them now. So just yeah, do something yeah. else. This is an unproductive way to spend your time. I say, yeah. uh, as someone who is spent, who is being very productive right now on the eve of a of a real bang them up week at the old uh law factory um, yeah <laughs> anyway i love i love i love standing on the conveyor belt of the law factory and just pulling the one lever yeah that, uh, i accidentally yeah it. It was, we have our uh oh no noose it's an animated like a uh, little gavel that pulls a lever it's like yeah. oops all reactionaries <laughs> they pulled the wrong lever at the law factory and uh everyone i knew captain right crunch would fuck us in the end <laughs> yeah. i just there's that look in his eyes he's a he's a chaos captain crumbling. crunch uh was once considered a, a well-regarded uh military figure and then after he was dismissed from the obama administration he uh <laughs> became a QAnon figurehead and has been trying to overturn the election ever since so look out for that oh, um i was anyway he could have so, been admiral crunch yeah you he know been, he, he missed just his he squandered his potential he, he was uh, an asset for Turkish intelligence, it turns out, and they uh, they denied him clearance. And now he thinks that uh, the earth is flat and uh, Trump is some sort of reincarnation of, I don't know, uh, 
They said JFK Jr. or JFK, JFK? Jr. is the real yeah. one that they think all these people are JFK Jr., which is so funny because it's it just shows that that some of these people are really locked in. There's this one, and then we should not. There's this guy called like uh, Michael Prostis or something, or and he does like a cult called like Forty Eight Below, and his whole thing is just like no one's dead. I mean, it's also really bad. It's not just like a fun, stupid thing. He's also all the bad QAnon stuff, but his whole thing is like he was giving a speech to, like his followers. He's like, there was a Rolling Stones reunion concert, and Prince came out to sing, and like uh, he just starts naming oh. celebrities who are dead, and it was like they were all there. It's like. You're not, you would have heard about, that. I know you're hearing it from him, it's like the only thing you trust, but it's just so funny that it goes beyond like, oh, was JFK murdered by the CIA to the point where it's just like, no one's ever died. Death is a conspiracy. They're all alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just weird that people get their news the same way that I got uh, my news in fifth grade about whether Mew was under that <laughs> truck in Pokemon. You know, that's, it's, yeah, some guy told me, my older brother, he, he totally figured out the hack and got it. Yeah. Uh, that oh, uh, that's a good that is a good bit of just Q uh, leaving drops that's like surf up and down on the edge of Cinnabar Island. Yeah, WWE will appear and we'll tell you all yeah, about how WGA. JFK Junior's back in town, baby. Yeah. Um. So the anyway, so the so well, this episode of Obama House, uh, House is in uh, his tan suit era, and I'm so stoked for it. Yeah, House uh, is looking good. Uh, he's got um. It's the, in the opening credits. I saw. I was like Randall Park, and then I later found out what Randall Park's brief role is. It's it is wild. wild. Yeah, oh, I remembered God. this character and did not remember it was Randall Park. <laughs> it, it, it. I feel like we can just get this out of the way because it yeah. leads to nothing. I don't know if there was something cut or there was. Well, there was, but there no, was. It's, <laughs> yeah, it was. It's definitely just a one-off. It's it's a Randall Park before he was doing big roles like uh, Kim Jong Un and uh, Governor Danny Chung on Veep and uh, the dad on Fresh Off the Boat and the uh, love interest in uh, that movie he did with Ali Wong that's pretty good. Um, oh yeah, and it's always good time. my maybe yeah. Always you know that's right. That was like a, that was a real solid like rom com. Good time like. Those are all fun times. Yeah. And then he was also on WandaVision and is part of the MCU. I think he was in Ant Man too. He's also part of the um the DCU because he plays yeah. like the J. Jonah Jameson of Aquaman. Oh my god, that's right. Oh, I was way too high when I saw yeah. Aquaman. I remember very little of it, except it was very colorful. And uh, the octopus playing the drums. That's, <laughs> oh, that's a fun part. I, li I liked Aquaman a lot. My only thing is it felt like they were like, we don't know if we're going to get another one of these, so we have to also do Black Manta. And like Yaya Abdul-Mateen does yeah, yeah, a good yeah. job as Black Manta, but he has a fight with Black Manta. It's pretty arbitrary. And then at the end, mm -hmm. uh, Yaya Abdul-Mateen is like meeting up with uh, Randall Park and is like, so we're going to team up and get Aquaman. It's like, why are you teasing Black Manta? You did Black Manta. Just save him. If you don't want to do him, he what? He be Aquaman beat him. What's what are you going to do? He's going to beat him again. He's going to beat him again. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, I got the butts in seats. Yeah. It's like, oh, but if we do Ocean Master, but we don't do Black Manta, everyone will be like, where's Black Manta? We're all Aquaman villain diehards. It's like no one knows any of these. People know Black Manta. <laughs> Because of uh, there's a SpongeBob parody of him. That's like the reason anyone yeah. knows Black Manta. So just do whoever. Do Patrick Wilson as the Ocean Master. No one cares. Mm -hmm. It's fine. 
and then do Black Manta, or just do Black Manta. I don't know what because the movie yeah, save him for the tease. Yeah. yeah, don't 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 try it. It's it, it's you know it's the classic overstuffed superhero. We yeah. have to fit every villain it's in like, here. And it's trope. like three hours long. And now it has to be part of the Johnny Depp trial extended universe or whatever. <laughs> so like, oh my God. I, I know. There's so much in the world. I hate I hate the JDCU. It's just, <laughs> it just needs to stop. I just, I, I just, it's, I don't know. Because people, t- people are like, well, you can't not have an opinion on it because so much of it's like uh, right and back. It's like, I don't know. I don't. I, I agree that anyone invested in this and excited and making memes and stuff, it, it's that's it's a bad thing. Just don't. Yes. The people who make like the, the whole, whole cottage thing, industry. Yeah. That yeah. was built up around it is fucking horrifying. Awful. Just, uh, it feels like one of those things that in real time. People are going to be like that, like in real time, the people are like, wow, I can't believe we were all so weird about Britney Spears. Anyway, back to the 70 TikToks I've curated to watch daily, keeping up with this stuff. Exactly. Exactly. It's heinous. Yeah. Anyway, the um, so, yeah, Randall Park, we can mention it because he just shows up briefly and is like not part. of And I thought that would be the hardest scene to watch in (laughs) this episode. Turns out for me, maybe still was even with all the other stuff, because he's the (laughs) way they not only do. He's just sitting there very stoically and Mm -hmm. is like sweating. He is sweating. sweating. He has blood pooling at his uh, his crotch and um, the and I, I just imagine Randall Park going in like knowing hoping one day that he's like one day i'll have a big role in a sitcom or i'll get to play a character in the background of a superhero thing (laughs) and just like as he sits in to audition for man who circumcised himself with box cutter um (laughs) and he did that is what he did uh, i think it what makes it worse is the invocation of a box cutter and Mm -hmm. also um i think he probably i i He's at a clinic. I think he would have gone to the emergency room. Yeah, he would have bled yeah. out too much. But he's like going out of his way to act like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Oh, he it's just fine. like came in and was like, Oh yeah, I have like a cold or something, but like could I see could a you male check this out while I'm here? <laughs> I need a male doctor. But, yeah. Uh, he, he does ask for how like we ask for a male doctor, which also mm-hmm. like I I get, but also I'd probably rather have a female doctor than house in that situation because I don't want someone <laughs> who's going to tease me and but when he pulls down his pants that's the other thing that really grosses me out about the whole situation and skeeves me out. I have this weird like trigger. It's a, it's a weird one about Mm. like genital mutilation. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. where when someone, you know, when someone's, uh, tries to self circumcise themselves and horribly injures themselves. Happened um, on nip tuck happened on house. Is this a common trope? Yeah, well, it's it's mostly. I mean, Ryan Murphy just wants shock value. Like that's his. Sure. Big, that was his big thing on Nip Talk was just coming in the room and saying, "How do we make our audience that's throw up?" This Ryan week? Murphy's thing, generally. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Anyway, House. I think the make that makes it even worse is that House is aware that he tried to circumcise himself, but then you obviously do not. See, uh, Fox Primetime did not show a gravely injured penis, but. Uh, he, you see a back view as he pulls down his incredibly bloody boxers and house is whatever house imagined he was going to see, which was probably already very bad was clearly, uh, not at the level of what he does see because house visibly recoils, regains composure, says some Yiddish, and then sends him to a plastic surgeon. 
Yeah. Uh, the foley that they did when he pulled down his boxers too is um, yeah, nauseating. Yeah. It's Ugh. it's really it's really well done, but it's excruciating. They were like, "Do we experience. have?" Uh, so we're gonna need some Vienna sausages. And yeah, uh, yeah, and then it would be kind of funny if later they just if you're like, "Wow, so that was just one random scene of this horrifying thing that amounts to nothing." And then later mm-hmm. they were like, "Oh, we also had to stop his heart and keep all the blood from going for a minute to repair his penis." <laughs> it's good we pi- we pioneered this like surgery technique where we stop your heart and then like do something mm-hmm. in under a minute so you don't immediately die and then yeah. put all your blood back in. But it turns out that worked for his penis too. <laughs> like yeah, yes. I mean in this episode house is talking about how like her calm brave stoicism is maybe a symptom which she should have applied to this guy who's just like sitting there just yeah like, hey. right right <laughs> just like it's chill amazing. tries to casually cross his legs winces takes undoes that oh yeah no it was a, it was it was very nice to see randall park i will never watch that scene again no. yeah. i'll tell you that <laughs> i once um saw uh that oh, would God, be please great don't if they ever do, like, penis. 40 years from now or whatever, if Randall Park, you know, continues to have a wonderful career and they do like, yeah. you know, he gets like an honorary Oscar, like a Lifetime Achievement <laughs> Award. And they're just doing like, oh, here's him, you know, as Governor Danny Chung. Here he is and always be my maybe. Here's the one entirety of the scene in House. You're like, they used half the montage for that. Why? Oh God! And in the in memoriam segment that you know miraculously he and and Hugh Laurie die in the same year, uh, and <laughs> they just play it twice. What? Yeah, they do it in twice. The and also the guy who lit that scene. Also the man who did props for that scene. Also <laughs> producer Brian Singer. And you're like, well, geez, honestly, that if might I ever hope best thing to show. Yeah, no, that that would get actually rapturous applause. Yeah, uh, that, that that man is dead. But there, you know, I I feel like that would that would actually be a really great bit to do if you ever hosted the Oscars in the way that Paul Rudd always plays that clip from yeah. um, oh, Mac yeah. and Me on Conan. Like if you just every time it's just like we want to honor those we lost and just play this clip from House <laughs> just throughout the night. Um. We could save the Oscars. The three of us here can save the Oscars. There are so many fun things you can do with the Oscars. I would support the Oscars way more if, like, for uh, each nominee, instead of, like, showing a clip from the movie, it shows, like, their most embarrassing TV appearance from early in their career. That'd be great. Heck yes. Heck yes. Um, They, okay, so we've got, there's this house has a cold B plot that doesn't really amount to much, but he. Yeah, but he's got really, He's They were he's really all like on this week. They were like, yeah. we don't have enough things, even though like there's like a little girl whose heart gets taken out of her body. They yeah. Like we need more things, more things. They do, yeah. they are treating this little girl's heart like it is putty. The stuff they do with this <laughs> girl's heart. It's so the the yeah. But House has a cold, and I will say Hugh Laurie delivers some incredible stuffy nose acting. Mm-hmm. The best sneezing acting I think I've ever seen. I it's I, incredible. It reminds me of when, like, I was like, I was real bummed out that Chris Colia didn't win, uh, for best actor for um, Get Out. Uh, I know they gave mm. it to Gary Oldman for doing like, you know, everyone here in this room thinks that Hitler is bloody good. Well, he's not. He's bloody bad, and I'm the only one who will say it or whatever. Um. That is a really good Gary Oldman, but I was taken out of it because you didn't hit your wife. <laughs> yeah, well, you can see it. I'm t- it's, well, never mind. It's not a point to, to, she's here. 
Um, I, I could have, oh, oh. I could have, but I never would. Don't, don't do that. No, of course. I absolutely Andrew? would not. Don't do that. I never would. Don't worry. Um, I absolutely never would. Plus, she could absolutely destroy me. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so, uh, does he do good sneezing acting and get out? I've, I've forgotten. No, but he just, he's, I think that people forget sometimes that when you're, doing a performance that requires you to do something that a person does not consciously choose to do that you it's so easy to forget that the actor has to still when they're pretending to do that consciously do it like it's so easy to forget that they didn't Hmm. infect Hugh Laurie with a cold to do this and it's so easy to forget like in Get Out like I genuinely later was thinking about like oh I mean he was pretty good but I don't know and I was like no wait well I'm saying like he wasn't actually hypnotized and like forced into these yeah. situations where like his he can't control his body and he's like tearing up and he's like acting this way. He had to act that way. They didn't like mm-hmm. actually yeah. sunken place Daniel Kaluuya. <laughs> no, no, they did. They did not uh, interact, inject him with horse tranquilizers. Yeah, no, Daniel Kaluuya's were sunken placed in the making of this movie. <laughs> um, thank, that should thank be a title God. card at the end of every yeah. movie ever released. <laughs> you know. Yeah, just which it's true. It's true it's of every movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's true. Um, so uh, that's actually what Citizen Kane is missing. Actually, I think that <laughs> yeah. that it, it's really close to being a masterpiece, but I do need to be reassured. Yeah, and then it is. I guess I don't know if it undoes it that he's so incredible in Get Out, and then he is like, and then Black Panther came out, and he is like so the most I guess passable part of that, <laughs> which is like he has that much to do. But you're just like, he's sort of supposed to sell like, oh, man, I, I'm so upset about these events that I'm going to like mutiny. And you're kind of like, ah, I don't know, man. They, I'm yeah. sure you weren't given a lot of range to deal with this. I'm going to I'm not going to blame you that you're, you know, anyone who's not like as good as they are in other stuff and like a Marvel picture. But yeah, yeah, I, I tend to give Marvel actors a little bit more leeway because for all like when something like miraculous happens in a marvel movie i'm always just like that happened in spite of so many other things yeah well i mean they've essentially made the movie already and they're like all right so we're just gonna go and cut and paste all your faces over here (laughs) yes yes. Um, they have different actors and they just uh digitally implant them on yeah they actually they were all um andy circus and then they had they had they almost accidentally were like they even just automatically like without thinking like cut and paste cut Andy Serkis and they're like no no wait leave that one on that's supposed to be him whoops um, yeah it was weird seeing Gollum running around Wakanda yeah uh, oh, in, the, in, the, in the background of that one scene it's uh, like no, oh god no. no this will cost he's loose. seven billion dollars to remove um so uh Disney is like it would be cheaper to buy the rights to Lord of the Rings it would be cheaper to buy Warner Brothers than it would to remove Gollum from this scene uh there's a great bird. So they're all they're trying to figure out what's up with this uh, girl because she is hallucinating. But as far as they can tell, does not have cancer metastasized to her brain. Yes. Um, even though she has it elsewhere. Uh, and they say and I asked Liz about this because I was curious because House is like, oh, her cancer's in remission. But also she probably only has a year to live. And Liz was like, depending what it is, it can be a cancer that's like almost certainly going to come back. Hmm. And I guess she's very young, which is probably not. Well, I don't know. I'm all this stuff. I feel like there's so many different kinds of cancer that it's all like it depends. But I guess I'll just yeah. take their word for it that she's not gonna hang around long. Yeah, it is interesting, especially because 
of what a focal point the mom becomes, I think, later in the episode and how often uh, that the little girl speaks about her mother, how absent she is from the first half of this episode. Because she has to be for any of this shit to actually go down that (laughs) happens with her. The mom can't be around. But in a normal circumstance, I could be wrong about this, but I remember when I was going to the doctor, my mom or my dad was always in the room with me with the doctor. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, it's, obviously, teenage years, it gets a little bit different. But like when you're that young, like you, you want to have your parent in there to like support you. And clearly they should have. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think we're I think we are about there's a, there's a couple things that happen before we get to the the, the big uh, moment of the episode. But um, the but they do have a great house has a great burn on um, Cameron where uh, Chase and Foreman. He's like, oh, you go run this test. You go run that test. And Cameron's like, what do I do? He's like, oh, I guess you could talk to her and form like a unhealthy parasocial bond <laughs> with another dying person. And you're like, yes, that is the last episode we covered. She uh, has to tell a woman that that woman has um, terminal cancer and will be dead in like six months, but instead puts it off as long as she can and like hangs out and buddy buddies and they like paint each other's toenails. And we were just talking about how if you were that woman, you'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. So you waited two weeks to tell me this. Two weeks I could have been doing anything just to like gal pal around with me. (laughs) Because you needed a friend. Yeah, Yeah. I remember. uh, I wanted to uh, get the context for this episode. So I did watch uh, the premiere of season two as well just to see what the world is at. It it actually genuinely didn't matter because this this one pretends like the last episode besides that one line just didn't exist at all. Yeah. Um, um, and then we have so Chase is uh, being very charming or whatever is going to give her an MRI and well it's it's okay he gives her an MRI but it's not then it's then it's it's then he has to give her a follow up because there is someone else when he's doing the MRI there's like a technician there's a technician so when he snaps his fingers doctors who don't work directly for house in the hospital yes yes one of one of the two uh and uh yeah so chase can snap his fingers and then the walls appear with like either a beach or uh butterflies and the girl's like i don't it's still cancer so i don't care what's on the walls um but you know it's distressing in that scene because already that it's starting to be a little flirty and you're like hmm this feels this feels bad happening here this is it's it's amazing how much and you know I know yes it's hypocrisy all the way down and it doesn't help to point it out whatever but with all the like discourse that people trying to force like gr- quote unquote groomer as a meme to like attack yeah. uh, LGBT people you know yes. existing in the same on the same planet as children uh, and L you know LGBT yes. children existing at all um, right. it's wild when you look back at stuff. And when people like when people try and pretend that it there is that the culture is somehow more, quote unquote, groomer tolerant now when you had like websites devoted to counting down when the Olsen twins would turn 18. Right. Yeah. It's nuts. And you had stuff like this where she's like, I haven't had a kiss. And you're like, OK, maybe, maybe. And this would already be grievously inappropriate. Right. maybe you can get away with like he kisses her on the forehead or he does like mm, i'm gonna peck my lips so i'm gonna put you might like maybe you can get and it's nuts he just full-on gives her a kiss, like a, no tongue at least but like kisses her on mouth the lips on mouth yeah um and and you're like the, i literally in my notes i'm like ah no and then all caps ah no 
because uh, I'm uh, just my notes read similarly. Yeah. It's it's ugh no 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 stop no nope stop pull up make it stop for the love of God don't, and then uh at one point he says there a smile afterwards and I was just like, oh God why and it doesn't matter this is this this comes up maybe like two more times in the episode but there's no punishment there's no repercussions the mom never finds out like why did they do this it's why is this here it's nuts and you easily could have if you wanted to have like i don't know something where there's like a nine-year-old cancer boy and they kiss or something and she sort of mentioned it almost a month. <laughs> oh. like a nine-year-old cancer no, boy it like... sounded like you were like chasing a nine-year-old boy and i was like no, what? Yeah. well that's yeah. also yeah, we, here we I go was like, wait no 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 pull up pull up we're going well he was scene. training to be a priest ah uh, but i'm <laughs> Oh yeah. I guess out of everyone he would be the the most likely candidate. To be a pedophile, uh, sure. Um I mean he's uh well given that he he is. Uh I I mm-hmm. mean he I you know I'm saying like if they wanted to be like oh I've never had a kiss and for some and this like does not really factor in that much. If they want to be like oh I never had a kiss and he could be like well I can't kiss you. But please really no. And then like maybe by the end of it there's some cancer boy and except they don't like having a patient who's not directly involved. You could sort of right. be like, oh, she has a kiss with this cancer boy, like a, a, a similarly aged cancer boy. And like, OK, maybe that could have been something if you want to, for some reason, have this element of her being right. like, I just want to have a kiss before I die. It's nuts. It's it's just it's it's so it, it just speaks to, again, the change in culture that it's when people try and say or imply that we're somehow like, quote unquote, more groomer tolerant in the current culture. And again, yeah. I know it's what they just mean is that gay people can exist around kids is what they're yes. actually saying and what they're upset about. But right. it is wild. It's like when people like try and assert that like, well, actually, in a lot of ways, China has more free speech than the U.S. And it's like you could like stuff about China more than the U.S., but you're going to pick that. Like, clearly, that's not true. Like, it's just on yeah. its face, absurdly false. And to say that we are somehow you can think that we have certain things are worse now than they were in 2005. But to say that yeah. we are more tolerant of romantic relationships or like seeing underage people in that light than we are the word then is nuts. Like it's just yeah. clear. Like you, you saw this was comedy. This is yeah. played as a joke. This is just like, Oh, it's fun. It's goofy. It's this, this adult doctor who is uh, given her care. I mean, this is like something that like you'd see in like an Alan Dershowitz op-ed being like, oh, so that's not okay, but everything else. Because he, he had that, th- that's always the thing that people jump to where like Alan Dershowitz had some op-ed, even though he, I guess, supports Roe v. Wade. I don't know. It's a clarifying thing for him. He had something that was like, if 16-year-old girls can have abortions, how come you can't have sex with them? And it's like, well, you seem to anyway, but uh, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, Alleg- allegedly. It's been but... alleged. I, it's yes. true that it's been alleged. Um, <laughs> get, it would be great publicity. It is true that it's been alleged. He just comes yes. out. He's just like on Fox, like talking to Handy or whatever, just being like, the House of House podcast, you know, this is one of the big ones that's coming in that's they just completely unreasonable. Everyone on Martha's Vineyards listening to House of House podcasts are side-eyeing me. I've been libeled. Um, also, if anybody on Martha's Vineyard is listening to House of House on House podcast, could you um, uh, could you possibly give us uh, a house? Yeah, <laughs> you pro- could probably a, a afford house one. House of House House on Martha's Vineyard. A house of House House. We'll take Alan Dershowitz. Can you run him out of town? Can he? 
the um just uh anyway it's um the it's it's just nuts and they have so they they later like they find out everyone else finds out because if i was chase i would be like first off i wouldn't do that but then i'd be <laughs> like oh i we need to clarify first of all the first thing yeah. none of us here would do that yeah because that is very bad but then you you have to go like immediately your thought process if you if you like really got suckered in by a child like this into committing a crime if this mm-hmm. child really suckered you into committing a crime and this is like the same defense. Like literally, you'll sometimes occasionally see people will try and defend like the molester priest or whatever will be like, well, you know, no one talks about how the the kids are kind of asking for it. Like literally people will be. And yeah, like, that's the argument of the show is that she is kind of a minx a little bit. She later tr- hits on Cameron yeah. and says, you know, oh, you know, when I had hair, it looked exactly like yours, like very yeah. flirtatiously. And I was just like, I. It's very clear that they're going for like a Lolita angle on this, which and it's gross. Even it's if just so in the gross. theoretical situation where a kid, quote unquote, comes on to you, you just don't. You just you go, say no. Uh, you no, say you're child. a child. This is not okay. Oh, oh, but... that's so adorable. You think you're people? Stop it. Yes. Um, so the uh, so the, they're saying like, well, maybe she was molested. They're like, oh, whatever. It's some combination of her symptoms. They're like, yeah, she might have been molested. And then um, Chase, who should just be like, yeah, maybe you should test for that. See, you're going to regardless. Yeah, go ahead. Test to see if she's been molested. Why not? Why not do so? Is like, no, crikey. She's definitely not been molested. And they're like, why would you say that, Chase? And he was like, <laughs> well, first of all, She'd never do that to me. We're supposed to be together forever. No. Um, he's like, uh, no, he no. Just, for her, she yeah. just definitely hasn't. And they're like, okay. She's never even been kissed. Yeah. And he's like, she, yeah, she hasn't ever been kissed. And they're like, how do you know that? And he, again, at this point, should at any time should bail out and just be yeah. like, oh, I don't know. Just a hunch. Whatever. But he just keeps going. Well, she told me. And they're like, Okay, well, kids say stuff, whatever. And he's like, "Well, what if I told you I kissed her on the mouth?" They're like, "Did you?" He's like, "She asked me for a kiss." And then they're like, "Oh," and then you—it's like the the meme with the uh, uh, fucking um, Anakin and uh, uh, Nat, I haven't yet seen any of the Star Wars. The meme with like uh, Hayden Christensen, Obi Wan Kenobi. It's uh, Hayden Christensen burning alive. On no. The no, the one with the Anakin oh. and Padme. Yeah. Oh yeah. It'd be I like Chase was like. The meme would be like Chase and then like House and him being like, well, she asked me for a kiss. And then House being like, and then you didn't do it, right? No exactly. text. And then you didn't do it, right? <laughs> um, but he's like, well, only a little. And then Foreman has this expression that is like the other ones are like Cameron's expression like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. It's so embarrassing. Foreman yeah. has an expression, which is the most sensible one. We kind of puts his hand on his forehead indicating the universal sign of uh now i am obligated to call the police like now i can lose my license if i don't call Mm -hmm. the police why did you even have to put me in this situation um if i could like sum up that expression in a sound it would sound like this yeah it's just so he's so but nothing else comes it spreads through the hot someone else, I'm forgetting who. Someone else like Wilson or someone mentions it, or like Cuddy. Uh Wilson Wilson brings it up because uh 
he says that's proof that she's living a better life than House because House she stole Chase a kiss from to. Chase. Yeah. Uh, Which, as he puts it later, again, all these people like they that if again, Chase shouldn't have done it in the first place. But he is weirdly nonchalant about the fact that he just allows this to get out. Like he, he should like if, like don't do it. But then you think his thought process should be like. Oh God! I hope she dies before she tells anyone. Like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. wild yeah, that secret. he's just like, "Look, this is a mildly embarrassing thing that happened to me," and it's very nonchalantly. Just, I assaulted a minor. Yeah, it's just. Uh, geez. Um, well, okay. I mean, there was a line I wrote down from this scene because House really wants to test her for, uh, I think, syphilis. Is that right? Probably uh, that some sort right. of STD. Um, and he says this quote, which um made me want to flip a desk over um quote victims of molestation learn to work the angles manipulate people which um oh oh boy uh the rage that coursed through my body yeah retroactive content warning for i'll probably yeah. mention i'll put i'll try and remember to yeah, we should probably put something at the top of this but like it's, i'll try and it's put in just... the episode description who I, I, do we know who wrote this episode? And can we? Is it Brian Singer? Good question. It yeah, I, I don't think he did, but whoever it is must have at least gone to one Lawrence of Brian's parties. Kaplow. Kaplow. Oh wow, he's he wrote on that. He wrote on House, I think, for almost the yeah, whole. Yeah, I think run, he was a regular writer. He wrote. Um, it looks like so he was exec. He produced some episodes. He was executive story episode. He wrote or co-wrote seventeen episodes. That's a lot. That's a lot for a long running. Yeah. But you know, uh, writer's room, they punch stuff. Oh my God. The image. What? I did not notice this till now because I'm on, I have the page open for the house, for the wiki. I'm going to send it to you now. Look oh, what the selected image is for the page for autopsy that they decided this one. It's in the chat. Oh, there we go. Hold it on. is the moment he kisses her. Not is the moment that the, that this occurs. Um, okay. Not not to keep harping on it, but like the the fact that they shot the kiss and there was possible deniability that the actor's yeah. lips touched during it because he just kind of leans in close and you can hear the sound effect, but they fully show the two lips touching each other. Zoom in of the like lips, the, right? Or do you see them? So that yeah, might be some. In. I hope, although who knows? That might be some uh, like pen fifteen cutting around. Like, I don't know if you've seen Pen15, where oh, they have... Be. Yeah, no, what they do on that show is really, yeah. really quite genius with that. Uh, but, yeah, no, uh, I, I hope so. Because, but it, it really it really does look yeah. like he's I mean, they wanted it to look like... You, they you're they shouldn't have wanted it to look like that. But certainly the intention was they wanted it to look no, like No, it yeah. shouldn't exist. There's no reason for this story for it to exist. It's this... Ugh. You know, this episode, there's so many, like, weird dangling threads, like... House has allergies. We're not just talking right, about Randall Park's penis after he attempts to circumcise himself. Uh, uh, not just that. Not just that either. But like a smarter show, or at least a better written episode of House, would have tied that into yeah. the storyline somehow. Like something about him, how like her, like she would have an allergy. To, like her thing is caused by an allergy, and he only realizes at the end of the episode because he can't cure his allergies. Like or like he would, I actually thought uh, that when he kissed her, I was like, I feel like there's a real like. Because you think like because when I I forgot I hadn't seen any of the I've seen all of it at some point but I was like the only reason right. this would exist is if like they have to get it out of Chase because I don't know he wears lip balm with some chemical that like triggered something but he's just like 
wants right, to brag exactly. about it. Like, Jesus. Um, <laughs> or, or I, yeah, or he has such a guilty conscience he can't help but say it. But like that's, it's not something you yeah. tell your boss, you know, or like you know you turn yourself yeah. into the fucking authority. There are a lot of things Chase does where you should do um, that. But they um, so they they end up having mm-hmm. so like kill an uh, African. He's dictator. like I think she also has like a heart tumor, and Wilson makes the mistake that people seem to make every other episode of. Uh, asking House, quote, what are the odds? Which you shouldn't ask House what the odds are. It doesn't, it's, they are dealing with, he, he's, he's the doctor, he's a, the a odds. crazy oddsologist. Like, that's his whole job. Um, yeah. They, uh, and then, so he, he brings, he's listening to opera, which we'll get into the, there's a funny thing in the wiki about that, but he's listening in the shower to opera and he calls in uh, three other narc, not cardiologists to all listen to a version of her echocardiogram <laughs> and the four not cardiologists all listen until one of them, uh, probably taking more time than a cardiologist would take, uh, hears something and they have to remove a tumor from her heart. And they, uh, something very metal and very, um, horrifying is that apparently for whatever reason hmm. they need to, remove her heart and like put her on bypass to take it out and then put it back which is pretty metal yeah yes no heart, uh, extremely i think it's because they have to take out yeah so they, much have to, of her they have heart to like, cut around i that, guess yeah they have to put in like and then put in cow yeah, it's amazing uh, heart, i mean uh, even like if she survives it. as much as this i mean she survives and she's like fine i do think that's one of those things where you see like um like, I think TV doctor shows are not great about showing what recovery looks like, which I guess is that wouldn't necessarily be that interesting, but like tends to be like, they're like, let's see how the surgery, did. like we just did extensive brain surgery to remove seven different tumors. Like, let's see how they are. And they just wake up right. and they're like, I'm fine. And it's like, she would need like six Hello, months of physical therapy and probably language coaching and stuff to kind of yeah when we were watching this i was like i feel like i would be like no i'm just gonna hang out instead of the take your heart out surgery and katie was like yeah she's gonna she's just gonna spend that last year being like man those hospital the, the stuff they did yeah. in the hospital was shitty like that's all wow she's gonna be thinking my, about wow my heart took to this bovine tissue very quickly this t- i like i feel yeah. great I am as healthy as a cow. Um, fully can fully walk out of the hospital, yeah, just, just trot along, you know, um, giving everybody high fives, going to the butterfly. Yeah, which also, yeah, she doesn't say she likes butterflies. At I no know. point. At yeah. no point. In fact, she actively dismisses it. Yeah. It's now wild. It's real butterflies. It's such a like yeah. Christmas gift from your parents type moment where it's mm-hmm. like. I guess we had a conversation about butterflies once. I think yeah. you brought them you up. You said you liked butterflies. <laughs> I think you no. like butterflies. Yeah, the <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah, I want to spend Great. my last weeks in a museum. Um, <laughs> that's, so they have, they decide, because it turns out she's got some clot somewhere in her brain. House thinks it's in, it's near her amygdala because she thinks it's like inhibiting her fear response. Um, because she should be terrified all the time instead of, I mean, the thing is they're trying to subvert the notion of like the wise little girl who teaches them all the lesson, but it just entirely becomes that by the end of it. She's like yeah, the wizard of Oz being like, you know, and chase, I think you could learn to love and house. 
maybe you need to learn to enjoy life. And you're like, kids aren't wise. And Foreman's like, I was technically yeah. here too. So they, they realize like, Foreman says like, God, we can't poke around her brain. She's a little kid and she, we already took out her heart. Like the only way we could check where the clot yeah. was for an autopsy and how it's like an autopsy. And then he's like, and then he does a thing, which this, this is one of my pet peeves. Whenever doctors are like, that person mm. was temporarily dead or like, we're going to kill her and bring her back to life. It's like, no, you're not. You're stopping your heart. That's not like, that's like Dick Cheney would be dead, which I mean, sure, maybe. But like, I hate when. There's no proof to say true. that he is. I, I hate yes. things like this where they're like, uh, we're going to have to kill your daughter. And also they're like saying it to the mom. Like, don't say that to the mom. Say like, we're going to temporarily no. stop her heart, which is also accurate. Not we're going to have to kill her and bring her back to life. Well, the way Wilson explains it, where he's like, we just need to reboot your daughter. It was yeah. so like weird. Like, that the mom, like, I just feel like I would be like, I have so many follow-up questions about that. Like, you can't explain things in metaphor to people. Yeah, they you should literally, that's also like, a bad metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> because it's not. Uh, there is a worse one in this episode where uh, House describes the can the tumor as oh, Afghanistan yeah. and the cancer so as good. Buffalo. Uh, and my favorite part about it is that it's very, I love when you can see through to the writer's room on any show, like when the crack, like the, the curtain just fully falls down and they have to like hasten to get it back up because they call it out for being a terrible metaphor. Yeah. And then they just didn't fix it. Like they yeah. hung a so little the Wilson, on it. For uh, some reason um, decides that's the one to, I guess the reason why, people use that metaphor in shows like that even though it's not accurate it's i guess the idea is that people understand that if your computer is not functioning um then you reboot it then it functions but for me it triggers this deep existential anxiety when people talk about in terms like that but i don't but like oh, wow. what they're actually doing is stopping her heart and starting it which happens Anyway, it's a weird thing. And they also are taking out all, they're also doing more than the fact yeah. that they're stopping her heart seems a lot less significant than the fact that they are removing most of her blood. Half, fully <laughs> half should, of her blood. You should keep doing metaphors. And then we're going to remove most of her blood. You know, when you have toothpaste and you squeeze it all out of the tube and then you, well, no, wait a second. That's <laughs> not good. Hmm. Let me rethink this one. And then you have to get oh, it no, back in the tube. Oh, All right, let's oh, no. let's start this over. All right, forget <laughs> rebooting a toothpaste. Let's say it's like, you know, your yeah, daughter's you Afghanistan. Get, you know when you shake a soda. <laughs> Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> that might be realistic for doctors because I just read this book on back pain and it just like was written by a doctor. I was like, they should have gotten like a writer to do this. Um, sure. But they just kept being like, imagine a car, like you need to put gasoline in it. And I was like, okay, can you just like tell me yeah, what vitamins not, to take? This, this is, is taking I, forever. And the also, you know, imagine you're like a mechanic reading it and you're just like, that's not how a car works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it is It is very funny because that's like the big downfall of metaphors is, and you saw this a lot with people where, um, Speaking of, I mean, we goofed on this guy so much last week, and we shouldn't probably anymore. But you kind of see this with the whole thing with like the Google, the Google fancy lad who fell in love with the chatbot. Um, oh, I don't know if it, a guy was. He Google looks like fancy a fancy lad. lad. He's Does been he on Tucker Carlson recently, hat? so you can kind of see where the angle on this whole thing is going. He was given temporary leave sure, from sure. Google because he said that the chatbot is sentient that they created. Um, 
and oh, it's like yeah. I, I heard no follow-up he to that. I just assumed that Yeah, you're it wasn't. correct. I mean, the thing is, people don't understand that, like, we that just because you make a computer and you design it to replicate human activities doesn't somehow mean it's suddenly going to become feeling or aware any more than, like, if you programmed your Alexa to say, ouch, when you dropped it, doesn't suddenly mean it's feeling pain just because that, like, that there's right. zero, like, and people are sort of like, but if it says ouch at like, you know, with enough anguish, at some point it must become conscious. And it's like, that's not how that works. There's just no, there's just no correlation. That, and anyway, but let's yeah. not, I, I get so. I mean, Alexa can also read okay, now. Yeah, I imitate guess, a dead person's voice. Stuff in your dead people's it voice. It is yeah. actually, someone said, I think it was uh, Cody Johnson at tweet that like quote tweeted that and was like, next Amazon should like do a chip that can uh, visualize and record memories and they should uh, do a, a series of bicycles that let you rack up credit points and they should get the prime minister of England to fuck a pig. Because that is, that is literally, I've only seen like uh, seven black mirrors, although there's like only 12 of them but uh that is like a literal one yeah. that they like train in alexa to, to act like we just need the one that lets you fuck your bro in mortal Kombat. that's the only one they need to make we real. have the means to do that by now i think we do because they have all right they got uh sex robots that are shaped like uh things and they got the vr Yes, able to hold com like pre-programmed conversations too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'm saying, but thoughts. but Lenny's saying like a specific yeah. bro, like so you need you just both of you need. Oh, I see. A bot, and you're wearing the goggles. You probably get pretty close. Uh huh. The thing about the sex robots. Yeah, and then you, you make the bots. Then you make the bots fuck in your place. It's like a it's sex by proxy. I assume essentially. No, no, no. But also you. Yeah. Well, you're both from other ends. Fucking. But you would feel it. Right, Lenny. I haven't seen the episode. Am I right at all yeah. about this? <laughs> yeah they're like both okay. sitting in but their fucking, living room but fucking bots that like respond based off no there's like no um there's no like oh. physical thing happening it's just like in the video game Did I be... um, oh i see so so they aren't receiving pleasure from it like they're not no, receiving they feel it like yeah, oh, they, they do. Like, okay. maybe slightly gross yeah. for a second uh, yeah, uh, yeah. In, in this it's, episode? Yeah, please, go ahead. I feel like, and it's probably because I can't imagine this turning out well. There's, hmm. so you got, all right, you put on the VR helmet or whatever, that covers sight. You, they're trying, they made like skin, skin, robot skin that you can put on that allegedly feels like human skin. I'm not going to feel it because who knows what people are doing with it. Sure, you get that. Mm -hmm. You sound, whatever, fine. You record someone's sound. No yeah. real attempt at like you. You're still gonna be like, oh, if you're going and you're like kissing this robot's neck, it's gonna what's gonna smell like plastic or something. It's not gonna smell like a person. Uh, well, that just sounds like you need to invent a way to make That's, it smell like a person. Oh, the money I would and, make. Uh, the look, the Google fancy lads. I would get to quit their jobs to defend their <laughs> fuck robots. You can't even imagine. That that's he's, what he's doing now. Actually, he's he's working on the scent. He's working, he's working on human, on human scent to give it. Um, so anyway, they have to practice. So they're gonna what they're gonna do is you know, much like how you might put your car from second gear to fourth, they need to give her hypothermia to slow down her heart rate to near stopping, drain all of her blood, and then mm -hmm. 
replenish the blood because after like it's very little time that you would just start to experience widespread neural cell death. Like you, the, the, the fact that they managed to make it through with apparently zero brain damage doing this. Like, I, I think the real life version of this, even if you had to, even if you pulled it off, you're looking at a long recovery time and cognitive therapy because you're, you cannot just be like, so how long does the brain not need blood for? Like, Right, right. And they make sort of like a half-handed, like half-assed gesture towards it. Uh, one of the doctors, who we never see again, screams uh, how she's yeah, going to exactly. be a vegetable. Like, yeah, she she uh, will. The good thing she wasn't. And house, the sheer force of house being correct means she wasn't. But it's she She just would be like, even yeah. if she made it, you'd be like, oh, you, you're spending the rest of your time in the hospital as you try and recover from that. I mean, it's, you know. The, like you watch, yeah. uh, I, I don't know, I'm a couple episodes behind on Winning Time and spoilers for real life. But that coach who gets like a brain injury, he like wakes up and he's still in the hospital trying to remember how to tie his shoes. Like he's not just like back to the court. Right, yeah. right. Uh, but it's a That's procedure. True. It's got to be all wrapped up in a little bow they, at the end. We got to we gotta get our emotional. They brought the song yeah, from Crash they, into this. They bring in. Uh, they uh, also seem to fly in like maybe two renowned neurosurgeons and then the rest of House's team um, for this like one of a time. Mm-hmm. I know Foreman is a neurologist, but he is not a neurosurgeon. And you would think they would be like, right. Oh, we're flying. This is a procedure that's like almost never been done and is probably the riskiest possible procedure. I mean, the, 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 the odds of her dying astronomical, like the most possible yeah. odds of her dying. And they're just like, yeah, my normal guys got this. I like working with my guys. Yeah. Um, and he he does, to his credit, he gets yeah. it. He's the one who spots uh, the, the abnormality. Um, and then, you know, they go through the whole surgery while House uh, mainlines yeah, antihistamines. Yeah, Norton antihistamines because uh, he's doing it. Uh, at one point, and the goofs on the wiki note this, at what point – house uh the, mm. at one point the corpse blinks because they're practicing on a corpse the house is like pretending it's broadway like and the five six seven eight they spend like a day practicing this procedure on a corpse um and yeah. uh every time they like bump the corpse turn it to musical yeah, theater they do like operation where there's like a buzzer every time they bump the corpse because it would like kill her um because they need mm-hmm. like everything has to go exactly right and then again she'd still probably not make it through this but um Right. Then uh, I do like that House. This is a genuinely kind of sweet that Foreman's like, I saw it. And House is like, are you sure? And Foreman's like, yes. And House is like, that's good enough for me. Because House, like, House yeah. actually, yeah, like when the cards are down, will trust his team's judgment is really Absolutely. the most touching moment in the show so far. It's kind of an emotionally sterile show a lot of the time. It's it genuinely, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, that's a real moment um mine comes a little later in this episode but i think the reason why all the other shows that tried to copy house failed is they did not have Hugh oh absolutely Hugh Laurie uh, in the center of it phenomenal it's unreal what he's able to do with just a look like he can say the most heinous shit imaginable, which he does. Uh, before they turn her, they do the autopsy when he goes into a room and it's just like you're scared. You're actually really fucking scared, aren't you? You're not like you're not being brave for anybody else. You're just you're you're, you're terrified. You're like me. And she's like, no, nah, you know, I I 
I'm 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 cool, man. I think you have yeah. a lot to work through. Uh and and even when he's saying that heinous shit, you still feel for this guy because you see the immense pain yeah. behind his eyes. And I don't know. I, I have y'all talked about if anybody else had played this role. Like, d- d- like was yeah, there anyone else it's a wild role? list. Like the short list of people they had in mind. Uh, we looked up once: Dennis Leary and um, David Cross. Whoa. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Leary, I could kind of see Leary because yeah. you know, there is that sort of like just deep seated sadness behind his eyes, but. Leary would have been Leary would have had to be like they they would have to have like a different backstory which House's backstory is also sort of Mm -hmm. his dad was kind of abusive they barely get into it um he saw like a Japanese lower caste janitor who was also a doctor do something it's like a very weird backstory he Dennis Leary yeah you just have to have like the oh he whatever he's from a working class family and they're a bunch of ball busters it would just be a different character but it's probably doable david cross is and no offense to david cross who i have i've met before uh briefly i met him um and he he razzed me because i was getting him to sign my book and he uh, wrote you told me to write to my favorite comedian david cross uh so i'll I'll razz him a little (laughs) and he's gonna be on the pod oh god maybe i shouldn't say I, i mean i was just gonna say not that I don't think David Cross, especially I think he wears the beard well. I don't think he's unattractive. I think you need to be more attractive than David Cross is conventionally to be a, an asshole. Yeah, and Hugh Laurie kind of straddles character. that fine line. Like, honestly, when Rain Wilson was in that, like, Backstrom show, like, what if House was a detective instead of a doctor pretending to be a detective? You kind of are like, what? Rain was, uh, Rain uh, Wilson was like, what if House was a detective? show called like backstrom backstrom yeah which you're just like rain wilson i can tell you right now why that show failed i can tell you right now i love the thought process of being like not only will it be a fucking serious drama starring wayne wilson but we're gonna give it a like i just think like backstrom sounds like a british butler like it's a series about one of the if you're going to be someone who's like not you have to be like i don't know very kind of conventionally attractive i think to pull off a real asshole thing. I'm trying to think of any character. Yeah. I mean, like, not just that, but like when they cast someone like, like Nathan Fillion or something, who I guess is handsome, but it was just like, not enough. Yeah. It's like, not the charisma to him. Like Hugh Laurie has like, so anyway, charisma. we gotta, we gotta start yeah. winding down. But, um, the, oh, yeah. uh, I would say, I was going to talk about some billions before, but I think I'll just mention it briefly. Um, since we gotta be winding down, but like rewatching Veep, having Hugh Laurie as Sandra Tom James playing against type as this glad handing guy who everyone loves works so well. Yeah. And that's why, you know, he can do, even though it was afterwards, obviously it works because you know, he can, he's this charming guy who they're all obsessed with. Like, it's like, Oh, what if you were actually Hugh Laurie and not like house who everyone's like exasperated with. And what I love about Veep is any moment, yeah. you see this sometimes with Ben and with Selena, where they have like moments where you know that anyone who reaches this level of power in Veep, even though they're so incompetent, is also a merciless monster. And even like the people who are very nice. Yeah. And there's a great moment in the recent episode we were rewatching where Dan is assigned to be like Tom's chief of staff. And uh, Dan notices that he's been promoting the lobbyist Sidney Purcell's clients and brings it up to him and Tom is just like 
Why was it again that you had to leave Washington for two months? You had a mental breakdown, right? Like he just immediately goes like, yeah, but you know, this isn't a big deal. I want to get out with you. He's like, so you had a mental breakdown. I mean, people let you get away with that once. If that happened again, you'd be done. And he's like, well, sure. But you know what? I don't even remember what we were talking about. And, and you, Laurie, just goes, <laughs> you were talking about your mental breakdown, Dan. And it's just this <laughs> moment where he's just like so immediately merciless. And they do the same thing with Ben, uh, Ben Cafferty, who I don't remember the actor's name. But when Dan implies that if they try and fire him, he'll reveal a bunch of secrets. And he's like, look, you fucking greased up douchebag. I will shove my ass up your mouth, like my hand up your ass and puppet you like a little thing. I will, you will be nothing left of you. And the whole thing, Kent just leans over and goes, I can neither confirm nor deny that statement. And you just, you get, I, I love whenever you see that you're like, oh, all these people, they're all monsters. They're all monsters. They're not every competent single, at every single the job they were elected or appointed to do, but they're incredibly competent mm-hmm. at maintaining power, and it makes them very compelling in addition to yes. being very funny. Um, yeah, it, it makes it makes that show one of the only honest yeah. portrayals of politics. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, so, yeah, we get to the end of this. Um, she's fine. House, house gets a, yeah. a motorbike. So she, uh, house. The lesson House learns from this episode is, of course, that life is suffering. So he buys a motorcycle so he can die sooner. Um, as we all know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that yeah, is that is the, the main, main takeaway. Take um, so I've got a few things. Unless there's anything else you want to say, we really need it because I got I got to stop in a few minutes. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. No, I, I just want to say yeah. very very quickly that uh, uh, yeah, no, no, that um, uh, the moment where she hugs House, I. I'm just a sucker for this, but you see him like momentarily break like entirely. And that's the moment for me. Um, that was similar to him trusting Foreman mm, okay. for you, Andrew, that like really, that really affected yeah. me. That really shook me. So Lenny, do you have anything to say about this or do you want to do a quick shipping report? Uh, yeah, I can do a shipping report. Um, yeah. I just love the ending with uh, Wilson being like, she got chased to kiss her. You've never gotten chased to kiss you. And then uh, House <laughs> seizing the day by going out and buying a motorcycle, which, uh, or like test driving a motorcycle, which you know from the finale that getting the motorcycle now just feels like a metaphor for mm, Marion yes. Wilson. They ride away um, on mm-hmm. motorcycles again. So the, the wiki has, um, as always, the trivia and cultural references are very fun because uh, they have explanations of what Afghanistan, Al-Qaeda, Buffalo, Broadway, Cats, and Des Moines are, in case anyone was really lost when they heard those come up. Cats the musical, to be clear. It's not like cats, a feline animal. Yeah. The, the, uh, this the is, so they mention cats, yes. this. So apparently, by the way, that the, the follow-up cover of Beautiful by Elvis Costello was created for this episode, because... Uh, Hugh Laurie and Elvis oh, Costello wow. family so friends. So that's cool. Um, so the, this says in the wiki that House is listening to an aria from Nessun Dorma. Uh, and the wiki goes really out on a limb to say that uh, it initially appeared that it was a fair statement that this was a, a cliched piece to use. But then it, it became clear that there were a lot of similarities between the opera and this episode. Uh, like the prince in the opera, oh. House must answer three questions to get the princess. That's every House episode. Uh, Turnadot is himself seen as cold, and to find the final answer, Andy's body temperature has to be artificially lowered. A real stretch there. Uh, Turnadot has numerous yeah. suitors, mm-hmm. and Andy mm-hmm. is universally loved as well. 
huge stretch. House complains he can't sleep because of his hay <laughs> fever, and Noose Dorma translates as none shall sleep. Really reaching. Yeah. Turnadot wow. features beheadings no. of the no, unsuccessful no, no. suitors, and the clinic patient tries to remove the head of his penis to please his girlfriend. That's not what a circumcision is. <laughs> nope, that's not, that's not what a circumcision works. is. Right. And it is wild, though, if that was intentional. It's the only reason I was there. The prince brags that his kiss will make Turnadot his, and Andy <laughs> steals a kiss from Chase. She also doesn't steal it. That is taking away Chase's agency in a wild way. It'd be one thing if he like was lifting yes. her up to put her up on a machine for a test, and she just leans in and kisses him. Then you'd be like, all right, well, can't help. Yeah. She stole a kiss. No, she requests and receives. Um, yes, he makes yeah, the active decision theft. to lean down. This is a yes. financial transaction. Um, well, it's not financial, but uh, the prince oh, brags God. that Seeker is hidden within him, and Andy has a clot hidden inside her brain. That would apply to every house patient has a secret within them. Um, anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that's yes. the concept of the show. Uh, so here are the goofs, and then we'll finish up. Uh this, these are the ones. Apparently, he says he took 1,000 milligrams of Benadryl, which would apparently result in delirium, tachycardia, regular heart rhythm, and likely death. Is that not too much? Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, they probably meant like 1,000 or 10. I don't know what they meant. Uh, Andy has right. no more hair on her head because of the cancer. But that would make her eyebrow and eyelash hair also fall off. Under the operating room light, you can clearly see that they were bleached. Oh, fucking got them. Uh Chase's age is given as 30, but an earlier episode it was 26. This is a little confusing. Um, when House... This is... Uh, Chase yeah, is Chase at all times. Uh, when House casually tosses his iPod into a chair, he's being far too rough with it. A shock of that nature would most likely damage the internal hard drive. <laughs> it's like, so is it a goof because they didn't have a follow-up scene where House goes, Gah! My iPod is broken. Um... <laughs> We just get a scene yeah. of him at the Apple store at the end instead uh, of the motorcycle House store. He uses the iPod yeah. incorrectly. Uh, he should hit the track change button above the scroll reel, reel and instead he rotates the thumb counterclockwise to lower the volume. This is, if they think that's bad, they should look back at all the episodes where he uh, plays Metroid Zero Mission incredibly wrong. Um, during the practice, uh. they notice the <laughs> blinking on the corpse. Uh, during the procedure, they're using an mm-hmm. MRI with metal clamps. However, an MRI would only affect ferromagnetic metals. If the clamps, for example, were copper, it would not be a problem. I don't understand even what the objection is here. Uh, the motorcycle house rides at the end of the episode is an Aprila RSV1000 V-Twin, but the motorcycle sounds are from an inline four. <laughs> wow. It, couldn't you just accept that in this universe, maybe RSV1000 V-Twins sound like inline <laughs> fours? Is this the biggest suspension of beliefs? Um, yeah. So that's that. Um, I think we're, we're, we're low on time, so I think it's time to, uh, time to give a rating and then do plugs. Uh, so we rate it from okay. zero to five Benadryls. Um, uh, Benadryls. <laughs> For this episode, it should actually be Benadryls. Can we, no, can no, we of course. It has to be Benadryls. Episode, yeah. um, it's a wild episode, but it's wild in ways I didn't enjoy. Like, it's wild in ways that I felt uncomfortable about throughout. Yeah, this sh- this yeah. episode should be banned. They should just take this off streaming because it doesn't At the very add least, anything there should to the be overall a plot. Besides, he tests drive a uh, motorbike. There is material in this episode that was wrong at the time, and it's wrong now. We are presenting this in its original form instead of, you know, glossing over our history. Please understand. Um, 
Well, no, absolutely. But also, I mean, I think the only reason not to take it off streaming is in case you do want to run at the Oscars and people are uh, like, what's yeah, that I mean, from? And they'll be like, well, there we was were this episode in, of House. Um, I'll talk about Criminal Minds next podcast, but we were in Canada for our wedding. And yeah. they, before an episode of Seinfeld, they did like the WB blackface cartoon thing that was like, this was wrong at the time and it's wrong now. And I don't even remember what in the episode was like a problem. <laughs> Anyways, uh, two, two, because it is exciting, at least. Things happen. Uh, they're just bad. Yeah. So I'm giving it two Benadryls. Wow. Um, this is easily yeah, okay. a four star uh, for Benadryl one for me. Um, I think it's great. Uh, you guys are the first piece people I've ever heard who don't love this episode. Oh, um, really? But yeah, I mean, I think it's a classic house. Uh, I love this girl. I think she rocks. Uh, and I love that she just like turns house into Homelander and he spends the whole episode being like, girls with cancer aren't special. I'm no, special. I don't, it feels like kind uh, of a mess to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't like her as much. I, I, not, it's no offense to her, but it's, it's just, I get that they're trying to subvert the like, wow, what a wise kid. But it kind of just feels like what a wise kid to me. Like this kid's got attitude yeah. and wisdom. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's 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 uh, it's very funny because I'm giving this um, point okay. five Benadryls. Uh, it gets a on. little point because of that scene that made me cry with you, Laurie, uh, being shattered in half entirely by a hug. But uh, other than that, I think it just it's kind of a blight on the the history of a show that. Uh, it has a few of them, but this one, this one feels like this one feels like the most of its time and the biggest. I'm dreading the one that sticks out in my two. mind. And there's some, there's like a really fat phobic one, and there's like racist ones and whatever. But like mm -hmm. the ant, the homeless yeah. one, the one that's at, where I don't know exactly when we're coming up to it, but the one where the person is like uh, intersex or whatever, which is a uh, real. I, I just, I'm sure there's stuff I don't even remember, but the stuff I remember is real collar tug for. Uh, for looking back on yeah. but um uh, yeah so let's do plugs aj what do you want to plug plugs hi uh well i co-host a podcast called the worst of all possible worlds uh it is a uh we do the we cover the pop culture of a dying empire so we uh mostly cover things from sort of an evangelical uh bent so we look at a, a radio show called adventures in odyssey which andrew you mentioned i was knowing about which I is wild to, to me to join i yeah. don't want to make you feel bad i don't yeah. know uh we're, we're not we're, there is at least one other house podcast there is at least one other adventures nazi podcast that i was oh yeah, we're yeah. not just that though we we mostly cover a lot of um uh we do a oh, lot of theater stuff uh nice. it's very eclectic our podcast because we're mostly just looking at like the the things that are the worst in the world and how they're reflected in media and sometimes we do things that were like um uh that were like mm. looked over or glossed over and that makes it the worst of all possible worlds yeah. so like Josie and the Pussycats movie oh, which nice. rules ironic is greatest they, they comedy over and yet your podcast seems to be very anti panglossian we we are we are we're very uh pro candide uh and his journey uh but yeah no we um we're you know we're very excited we're gonna do we're recording our red dead redemption 2 episode tomorrow so nice. we do video games as well and you know give us a listen and uh you're you're more than likely gonna find something you like cool. if you browse through our stuff so uh thank you so much for having me on this podcast i've, I've i'm a regular oh. listener of it and so it's really fun oh, to be on the other you. side uh of the equation and um thank you for rewatching all the episodes so oh. i don't have to 
Absolutely. <laughs> well, we're happy. We're happy uh, yeah. to hear you're a listener. Definitely. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, I will yeah. do uh, at Andrew Taven on Twitter, andrewtaven.com for where I'm doing shows. I'm going to be, now that I got a, a, a new day job again, I'm going to be planning a run of my one-man variety show, That's So Taven. So come check that out. That'll be QED at QED in Astoria. And I also do my monthly show, Are You Smarter That Comedian There, QED Astoria. And I, uh, Sound Snacks, I mention it every time. It is coming at some point. It's going to be very exciting when I say, ah, it's almost coming. That is the uh, audio sketch show I wrote with Casey Turgeson. And uh, Lenny, I haven't asked you, maybe, maybe we'll have her on uh, when it drops to do a cross-promotion. Oh, that'd be so good. Amazing. Um, and yeah, I am at Lenny Burnham on Twitter. And you can also check out my other podcast, Chapter Surfing, where I talk about uh, TV shows and the books that they're based cool. on. Well, thank you. Thank you all for listening. And from everyone here at the House of House podcast, have yourself a very pleasant evening.